Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Crash Course. I am sitting here with the one and only Megan McTeer. Hi everybody. That's actually not true. There's many There's Megan McTeers. There's probably another Megan McTeer. No, I've looked it up on Facebook. There, you're not Why the only. Why did you look that up on Facebook? Because I was curious if there were any other Justin McTeers. I've never McTeers. looked up myself on. That's weird. You never, you never wondered if there's like another person no. with your name. No. Okay, so first off, we don't have that normal of a last name. Um, my my last name, our our last name, wasn't yours to start with, but I gave it to you. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> Is McTeer, M-C-T-E-E-R, McTeer. And that's not that common of a name. No. And so I've looked it up on Facebook, like, I wonder if there's any other McTeers that I don't know. And there are. I have never done that. You've never tried to see I've never done that. Well, okay, so hold on. I've Googled my name. Well, I've never, I don't, maybe I've done that. But my point is, for me, it's like, there's got to be other McTeers in the world. I don't really meet other McTeers. I don't have a common last name. So I'm like, I bet I'm, I bet I'm somewhat related to pretty much anyone with a McTeer name. If sure. your name's Smith, probably not. You right, know what I mean? But right. my last name's McTeer, and I found other McTeers, and then it was like, are there other Justin so McTeers? there's other Megan McTeers. There are other Justin McTeers and other Megan McTeers. There's even a Justin and Megan McTeer that are married that no. I found. No, there's not. Oh, that but true weird. story, and this has nothing to do with our podcast, so I'll, I'll, I'll move on to something important. True story. Mm-hmm. I The only other McTeer I've ever known that I was not knowingly related to Okay. A person that I like, did. not in your, not in your, like a family. Yeah, so, someone I went to middle school with. Okay. And so we were in the same. So surely there's some relation there, but we didn't, right. we didn't know. So her name was Crystal McTeer, and she sent me a friend request on Facebook years ago. I mean, it would have been like, yeah. And and it, and I didn't recognize her at first, but and I saw her middle name. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I went to middle school, but she's been married. Okay. And her name now is Crystal McTeer. Richardson. That's weird because Richardson's my maiden so name. So you're, it's your maiden name. <laughs> now, I, I moved away from that place when I was in the seventh grade and I've never seen her since and I never, you know, so it's like that. And then I moved to a different place, another place. So I, something about Richardson's and McTeer's. So she, the only other McTeer I've ever known. <laughs> married to Richardson. Married to Richardson and so did I. What are the odds of that? Okay. If you're still listening, this is Crash Course and we talk about different concepts of, of the Bible, different concepts of following Jesus and we try to give you just a really... Uh, quick dose of of what what things in the Bible mean. Sometimes you become a Christian, a Jesus follower, and you just need a crash course. You need someone yeah. to catch you up to speed. Uh, that's what we're trying to do here. Not exhaustive, trying to give you the gist. And yeah. you suggested I for did. this episode that we talk about blood. Well, I Ugh. I was trying to think of what are concepts within following Jesus that are kind of weird if you aren't used to it. Mm, so... So and you, and yeah. this idea that you come to church and you sing these songs and a lot of them talk about blood and then you stop. Like it's, and it's a good thing. It's like, right. And thank you for your blood. Thank you for your, like, I don't, mm. and then you stop and in some churches in our church, we do it almost every Sunday is take Lord's supper and part of Lord's supper or communion, depending on yeah, your communion same, or, same yeah. thing um, is drinking juice that represents Jesus's blood. So that, is a thing. Well, even and historically, <laughs> when the church when the church first so, started uh, in, in you know the Roman Empire, one of the sort of slanderous knocks against the church because it was this yeah, new thing. Yeah, and a lot of people were like Christians. Skeptics, what are what are Christians? Yeah, this yeah. is a new thing, or whatever. And, and because of of the Lord's Supper, and you could see how a, g- a game of telephone could could actually get like this. People are like they're cannibals. They yeah they eat they, flesh and drink they blood. eat flesh and drink blood. And you know so that was one of the like rumors sure. about the early Christians that obviously wasn't true. Uh, Christianity would not, 
if you eat your own, you're not going to last very long. Oh so my gosh, Justin. <laughs> I'm just saying, they're, they're silly. They're, they weren't eating each other because there no, weren't very many of them they, to begin okay. with in the early days. No. They were, yeah. Um, they were at the very least converting faster than they were consuming. Okay. I'm joking. Let's get the they're, train back on track. I'm sorry. Right? It's late at night. We're filming this. We're filming this late at night and I'm getting loopy. So why do you want to talk about the blood? Like what, what, what would you want to say well, about that? I, well, I want to talk about it because I think it's kind of an odd concept um, that is unique to following Jesus. Okay. Um, and there's a lot of power to what is involved with that concept. So if someone came up to me and said, what is this whole blood of Jesus thing about? Mm-hmm. Um, it starts in the Old Testament in the Bible because the Israelites who were Jesus's chosen people are God's chosen people. Mm-hmm. He set them apart and said, you're going to be my people and I'm going to be your God and you're going to be special and set apart. One of the things that they were asked to do was to sacrifice animals mm-hmm. to cover their sins. Yep. Atonement. Right. And they would, the way they would kill these animals and, and all of this stuff, the, the blood was drained from these animals' bodies and, and God said that the blood would cover their sins. Um, there's a lot of examples of the, of the Israelites using blood to um, atone for their sins. They used blood when they escaped Egypt. They covered their doors with it mm-hmm. to escape death. And, Passover. Um, and if you read through the Old Testament, blood sacrifice is like everything to these people. Right. Um, and then Jesus comes mm-hmm. and Jesus sacrifices himself on the cross and dies and bleeds and his blood covers our sins. So the blood of Jesus is a big, big deal mm-hmm. because without the blood of Jesus, we are not saved. Right. So a few, a few kind of things there. And, and obviously there, there's going to be overlap in, in a lot of these episodes because we're going to cover concepts, touch on them in one, focus on them in another, touch on them again. Um, so we'll, let's go back to a concept called sin. Right. And sin is... I mean, it's, we, I don't, we, have time, we don't want to focus on sin for no, the entirety of this. I but think we can I all understand, like, sin is something you do that's wrong. Sin, it's, and it's not just something yeah. we do. It's something that's almost like within us, like a force driving us. Sure. So we're, we're driven sure. to sin, but whatever. So when you sin, um, that is that is a, anything we do that is against the will of God. And one of the things that we have a tendency to do as people is minimize our issues. Sure. So we'll be like, I sin, but it's not that big of a deal. I'm like, it's God's. not a big sin. But God tells us in mm-hmm. Scripture that sin is actually a really big deal. Right. Um. And sin separate, separates us from God. And, and it says in scripture that the wages of sin is death. Is death. Yeah. Which is like, I, I wish the wages were less than that. <laughs> uh, but it's death. And so the idea is some, something has to die. There has to be, there has to be, you know, like that, that has is to be payment. That is the wages of, of sin. And right. in the Old Testament, it was an animal sacrifice. Right. And, and the way they kind of pictured it in the Old Testament, if if you want to picture it like they did is the priest um, would have a perfect animal, uh, a spotless lamb, yes, right? Um, that they would sacrifice and pray. And as they prayed, they would tr- transfer like spiritually. This is the idea spiritually transfer all of the sins of the people onto this animal mm-hmm. and they would kill that animal so that the sin died. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. the death was paid that, that paid for all of those sins that were transferred to that animal. So the wages of sin is death, and there right. someone someone and that paid had it to up. happen over and over and over yeah. and over again. Yeah, it wasn't just it wasn't just every year. There was no. like well, I mean, people are making personal sacrifices. Yes. There's yeah. there was a big yearly sacrifice that was done. It was like the official right. sacrifice for the year. Um, 
and and even the, the as you mentioned blood like I was reading either Leviticus or Deuteronomy about the building of the tabernacle um, which was the the tent yeah. that they all met in and part of that was all the, there's all these incredibly detailed descriptions about I want you to build this and I want it to be mm-hmm. like this and one of them was also the robes that the priests were to wear yeah. and they were like is it's describing them they're very beautiful robes because yeah. I want it to be made of very the finest details. linens and you know like almost very like symbolic. I'm pretty sure there's like gold uh, thread that was used mm-hmm. And then after they made these beautiful garments, God says, now I want you to take blood and sprinkle it on these. So yeah. you just made these beautiful garments. Yeah. You want me to put blood on them? And I don't think they had OxyClean back then. So no. you're not getting blood out. <laughs> no um, shout and wash or spray and wash or whatever. But it was like God was constantly reminding the nation of Israel and us by extension in the Old Testament of the severity of sin right. and, and blood and sacrifice and death you know, even on the robes, it was like a constant reminder. You guys need to understand how big of an issue sin really is. And and blood, death is the only like that, that is the result of sin. And that becomes really important to get to Jesus. Yes, it does. And, and when you mentioned the, um, that they wouldn't do it just one time a year, they would do it all throughout the year, but there was one big one. Yeah, there's a big one. There's a big one. And, um, not a big lamb, but like like a a big, like, if you have like minor holidays and major holidays, or whatever, like there's, this was like the Christmas. This was the big, big one that everyone knew was happening. It was called Passover. Yeah. Um, which again relates to blood. All of it, all of it has to do with, with this idea of blood being sacrificed to save the people. And when Jesus died on the cross, it was during the sacrifice of that lamb. Like mm-hmm. he even, timed it (laughs) that makes sense like Mm -hmm. god is so purposeful in how he does things they even timed jesus's death with the sacrifice of that lamb that took the entire nation's sin and so when you think about jesus on the cross it's the same concept where all of our sin and all of our stuff and all of our nature that just doesn't ever want to submit and all the things that we do wrong and the bad habits and all of that got put on jesus Mm -hmm. And then his blood was shed and it covered that sin. Right. So that when we, when we take the Lord's supper, um, you know, when Jesus did the first Lord's supper, which was right before he died and said, this cup represents my blood, which is going to be, um, spilled for you. This bread represents my body, which is going to be broken for you. His disciples didn't know what was about to happen. They had no clue what was Mm -hmm. about to happen. And now us looking back on that can see this represents Jesus's blood that took everything mm. that took all of my sin. When his body was broken, it completely atoned. It completely covered. It completely set me free of all of the crap of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the blood of Jesus is a big deal. And I know it sounds weird to think about in worship, praising someone for their blood or thanking someone for their blood, but the blood of Jesus is what sets us free. Right. It was, and, and I think a couple things. Number one, we still use phrases in our culture today. Like if someone really loves something, they give it their blood, sweat, and tears. You'll yeah. hear that. What's like, that, what's that song? I would die for you. I would. Um, never mind. There's no, lots no. of songs about I would die for. I was about you. to say. Well, that's a pretty like. <laughs> no, no. There was one that was really ridiculous. Like something about 
throw like oh gosh now i'm gonna mess it up throw my head on a blade for you wasn't there like a oh no yeah bruno mars <laughs> yeah you know what i'm talking about yeah like, it was like i love that song so like i i catch a grenade for yeah, you yeah it was like really and, intense and, and i'm like why is someone throwing if, okay so if i'm on a in this scenario bruno yeah. if you're listening if bruno mars is listening to this that's interesting um hey bruno so uh <laughs> sorry i probably here's here, your lyrics you know here's what i want to understand about that lyric and then we'll get back to the point okay if I'm if I'm on a date with with a girl in this scenario we're not married yet and we're dating okay okay so I'm not pretending to date another girl right he's obviously trying girl. to win her right, right. so I, I, you and I are on our, our third date back oh, in the okay. day okay someone drives by and throws a grenade at you <laughs> it makes you question why am I I'm doing like this what is like that's a really weird thing and people what don't scenario throw are you throwing your head onto a blade that yeah, just seems reckless I get stuck at the grenade because I'm like if someone's throwing a hand grenade at the person I'm with. That, I mean, yeah. maybe I'm gonna push him out of the way. We're gonna run. Right. Like I catch it for you. Like first, I would say, who is this person I'm on a date with? Right. That Why? they. What have they done? That is. Is this normal in their life? Are they a spy? Are they like? Is this? I mean, that's the scary stuff. Um. So yeah. But okay, sorry. Okay. But the idea is, <laughs> I'm gonna bring it back. Now I'm bringing it back. You got Ooh. me off track. Uh, that's never happened before. I'm always the one doing that. So. In our culture, we still say, oh, blood, sweat, and tears. Like, right. Well, Jesus gave us his blood, sweat, and, and tears. Literally, right. all of those. Right. When you read the Old Testament, sometimes we get kind of grossed out and appalled because we're reading it through the filter of our society today. We forget that, that this is these are barbaric people in right. barbaric times. Right. If someone ever invents time travel, I don't recommend that no. you go to Mesopotamia no. 3,000 years ago. And if you do, prepare to die because you probably gonna, will. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, we're talking be a lot of things that gross you out. <laughs> these are barbaric people. Right. And so to them, it wasn't appalling and gross. And, and it was like, that was this is all super right. normal. And what you have to understand, too, is that God is foreshadowing Jesus like crazy. The, yeah. So much in the Old Testament, it is just... God setting up what who Jesus is going to be. So you talked about worship music. Sometimes someone might come in and hear about blood and worship music. Sometimes you might hear things like worthy is the lamb. Right. About, okay, right. So you hear be, all these terms. Jesus became the ultimate sacrifice. Right. He was the final lamb. The reason we don't do animal sacrifices anymore is not just because it's illegal and unsanitary in the United States of America. Um, it's because we don't need to because Jesus no. is the final lamb. In right. fact, cool detail Every year, the the official lamb for the Passover sacrifice mm-hmm. came from uh, the city of Bethlehem. That is where yeah. the flock was was raised, and that lamb would have been selected. Where was Jesus born? Bethlehem. Bethlehem. Um, Jesus became the lamb. So when you read the Old Testament, you see all this sacrifice for atonement and death and blood. It, it's almost like God is, is having to do this to constantly remind the people, hey, this is a big deal, and someone's got to pay for it, and you're having these poor lambs. So when Jesus shows up and he dies yeah. on Passover... Perfect, blameless, spotless. Perfect, never sinned, blameless, spotless, innocent. And unlike a, a lamb, it's like powerful and it, it, not some mm-hmm. temporary, like I guess this will do for now, not right. a, as a placeholder. Right. But there's no sacri- there could be no sacrifice more precious than right. Jesus. Right, more the, perfect. The Son of God. And so that's why his blood covers our sins. Right. And so when we when we think about that, or if you're ever at at church and have a chance to take, you know, communion or Lord's Supper, um, just to pause and think about all of that, all of that history, all of that meaning, but that Jesus has done that for us, and there's and for you, and there's something um, that is healing, and that removes shame, that removes guilt, 
that really, really sets us free um, in that blood. Um, I, I know that you actually mentioned this verse in another podcast, but about how the life of the flesh is in the blood. Mm-hmm. Um, and God gave us that verse, but the truth is our life, the life that we live here on this earth is powered by Jesus's blood. And when we, when we drink that juice or the wine, um, however you do that, um, it's a symbolic of taking in the blood of Jesus and saying, I want that life. Mm. That's the life I want flowing through my veins. That's awesome. That's, um, when you take that bread that represents his body, that is who I want to be to the world. Um, and it's like a great trade of, of my stuff for Jesus inhabiting and living in me. Mm. Um, and there's power and freedom in the blood of Jesus. And that's why it's such a big deal. That's awesome. And well, not gross. No, no. I mean, <laughs> it's really blood, a beautiful, it's yeah. but it's, it's a, it's, it's a beautiful, mysterious, divine and wonderful thing. Well said. Um, I think that'll wrap it up for this episode of Crash Course. Thank you guys for listening, and we look forward to talking to you sometime in the very near future, which might be immediately now, assuming there's another another podcast after this one. There could be. There could be thousands of them. You might be listening to this five years after we recorded it. I don't think it'll be thousands, but dozens. Maybe. Tens, hundreds, maybe. One. Five. Any (laughs) number. Um, All right, we'll talk to you guys later.